everyone welcome to the charvak podcast this is your host kushal mehra all right so today we're going to have a monologue and as always we start the monologue by going and thanking every member who joined the podcast in the last few days so uh, please bear with me as i do that i'll start with youtube then i'll veer into patreon and fanmo uh this as you guys know this podcast is a members driven podcast so it is very important to appreciate those who actually support this podcast while others who do support it to or don't support it are also welcome but still this podcast is what it is because of the members so varun sharma euphorian then you have shashank singh vinit pande Shweta Singh, Sudarshan Dev, then you have Cyber Strontsid, and Ravalesh Part Deva Ashutosh Rao, Govind Setia, Ganga Mukherjee, Shakti Singh, Gautam Manabrat. All right, thank you very much for supporting me on YouTube. and then for soon we have pragnya ramesh on patreon uh, salil paranjpe then we have kapil vidarkar savitri menon and shrikant satyanarayan on patreon and do we have any on fanmo let me go and thank you to Mm-hmm. where is it <clears throat> so we have chaitanya and ankit and jay vayeda all right thank you very much for supporting the charvak podcast membership program in case people are wondering and you're listening to this for the first time I know I have to do this every time I do a monologue, but uh, try and uh, understand uh, because of uh, the nature of this podcast. Uh, this podcast is completely um, member-driven. I don't do ad reads. I don't do any of that stuff because there's a reason for that. The reason is to ensure and maintain my independence. I made the decision that I will not do ad reads. I do get offers. I refuse them, but I want to run this podcast on a different model, which is going to be a completely uh, membership-driven model. And this membership-driven model is very simple. I created two tiers. One was the tier called. seekers and one was a tier called speak with me so the speak with me tier members get all the benefits of the seekers and extra benefits so what are the benefits of the seekers tier the seekers tier members get benefits like access to all the discussions of the rn invasion migration out of india theory we've covered nine books and a lot of papers and as of now we are discussing the rigveda uh, every sunday from 9:05 pm ist to 10:05 pm ist we discuss verses of the rigveda right now we are in mandala 3 now if you are a speak with me tier member on top of everything in the seekers member tier you also get access to what i have called the understanding and experiencing religion series in that series we've already covered the entire valmiki ramayana 
chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And right now we are covering the Manusmriti. After the Manusmriti is done, we will cover either the Yadnivalkya Smriti or the Parashara Smriti. It depends on what I want to cover at that point of time. Also, the Speak with Meteor members get a one AMA that is ask me anything behind the scenes. Um, you can come online on a Zoom call. We can chat. Uh, these sessions are not recorded and speak with me. Also, if you want to buy the Charvuk podcast merchandise, you can also do that. You can go visit kushalmehra.com slash shop. Or if you want, you can go on Kadak Merch also there. The Kushal Mehra merchandise is available over there too. Now that I have done speaking and promoting, I will get onto the monologue. So, how does the monologue go? I will speak for a while and then I will look at the questions. Obviously, super chats or fanmo questions will be given priority first. Uh, if there are no questions, I'll just say my piece and leave. If there are questions, I will answer those questions, right? Now, why did I decide to do this? Now, recently there were these comments made by Jack Dorsey on uh, an interview of a popular, very popular American YouTube show, Breaking Points. I'm just going to play that. And then uh, to your utter surprise, you will realize it's not about that. But it was triggered from that. So it's only fair that I share that video. Because I'm not interested in uh, talking about that because we discussed that on the Sham Sharma show yesterday too. But I'm just sharing this. This is what Jack Dorsey said. Jack, one of the things, you're in a unique position. You believe in free speech. I, that's something I've never doubted um, about you. Uh, you also are in the unique position of having run one of these companies. Can you give us some like, anecdotes, as you alluded to, foreign governments and the pressures that you were under, if able, just to give the audience an idea of what it is really like to be in a position to have some of the most powerful people literally on earth coming to you and saying, demanding things of your company. And as someone with principles, how did you navigate that? Uh, India, for example, India is a, is a country that um, had many requests of us around the farmers protest around particular journalists that were critical of the government. Um, and the, uh, it manifested in ways such as we will shut Twitter down in India which is a very large market for us. Uh, we will raid the homes of your employees, which they did. Um, we will shut down your offices um, if you don't follow suit. And this is India, a democratic country. Um, Turkey. Okay, so this is what Jack Dorsey had said. Now I'm going to remove this from the screen. I'm not going to sit here and rebut Jack Dorsey or Jack Dorsey's points. For that, I will give you some good places where you can go. So there was uh, a great thread written by Surya Kane Gaukar. You can go and read that. The rebutting that there was a great thread by Open Letter. Uh, how about this? Uh, I will start putting the links to all those threads in the live stream of YouTube so that you guys can go and read all those uh, things yourself. I'm not going to talk about it, but it's only my moral responsibility that if I bring something up, I also show the rebuttals to that. So there was this. And then there is a first post essay or uh, op-ed or whatever you want to call it written by abhijit majumdar um 
I'm leaving all the links in the live stream of YouTube. I know audio listeners, you may be like, अरे हमने क्या बुरा किया भाई मैंने आपको अभी वो तो मैं नहीं डाल सकता Then there is another uh, uh, piece written in a very interesting portal that I like to read uh, regularly. It is called uh, um, Fair Observer. Anurag Saxena had written in 2018. It's a very old piece. i would recommend uh, you guys go read that too it was called uh, for facebook and twitter the world is not flat you should read that one it's an old one by anurag i would recommend you guys go and read that then on times now uh, the news.com rahul shivshankar wrote um, a piece on where he explains three reasons why dorsey's allegations against the modi nda uh, does not pass the muster you guys should go and read that it's important to give you sources to read and uh, then about how diabolical uh, twitter and its policies are go check this old piece written by gabriel von rouge from 21st january 2021 where twitter refused to remove child pornography on their platform yes i repeat twitter refused to remove child pornography on their platform there was also this uh, piece written by uh, raj shekhar jha on uh, on times of india uh, i think smita tweeted that article out because i think it might be behind uh, a paid wall or something so that image of the article i've shared all of this these articles in the uh, comment section you guys can go and read all of them and the audio listeners this is why i read each and every name of the article so that you guys know what i'm sharing so you can google search all of them i will recommend all of you to go read each and every article i repeat Rahul Shivshankar's uh, recent article on uh, timesnow.com then there was Raj Shekhar Jha's article titled Cops India MD of Twitter tried to mislead in 2021 in case related to farmers stir gave mischievous reply this was the headline of the Times of India article by Raj Shekhar Jha then for facebook and twitter the world is not flat written on the fair observer in 2018 and what jack dorsey forgot to say about twitter's free speech record written by abhijit majumdar on the first post and the two twitter threads by at open letter yt and at surya kane so you can go and look at all these but my monologue is not about jack dorsey or what he said or what was happening my monologue today is actually about a problem that we've been observing for a long time when it comes to big tech and jack dorsey and his shenanigans actually gave me the perfect uh, segue what happens with my monologues is i have these thoughts that are always brewing in my head and i keep them in my head and i keep thinking where do i write about it where do i speak about it and i wait for an opportune time whenever i get a slot a if there is no guest booked for that day on the podcast and then i just speak about it so it just happened to be that i had no guest this friday i have a guest tomorrow so friday was free 
so i was like okay let me make most of this opportunity and let me talk about it so my thoughts today are not on jack dorsey i repeat i purposely called this the problem with big tech and what is this problem now what i am trying to say is how i look at big tech and its functionality i it doesn't matter how it started what matters is how it has transformed and what it has become today big tech has become a global tool where everybody from across the globe comes on platforms whether it's youtube you guys are watching this on youtube or listening to this on spotify itunes wherever so these are global platforms now everybody across the world can just download an app on their cell phone and just access content wherever they are right so that's the beauty of big tech of technology that it has globalized discourse there is no such thing as local news anymore everything is global so you could have a you know an an accident in in somewhere some uh, remote corner in india or some remote corner in america and somebody can put it on social media and it just needs one thing and one thing only virality if that piece of news if that content if that video if that clip anything you want to call it if it has virality it will become global news from local news now this has a good side to it this has a bad side to it it depends on which side of the spectrum you are i certainly believe even today overall social media and all these platforms are a net positive not a net negative because it has given you so much more than it has taken away but it does not change the reality that at its core at its core at in in its essence what big tech has transformed or what big tech has become is actually a very borderless kind of a idea so there are no sovereign boundaries when it comes to big tech now in in my journey as a podcaster over the last 6 and a half years and also before that i was always into socio political work so it's not like i didn't meet people i always knew people before my podcast i would not speak today i speak and i have kind of become a semi public figure so i talk about them but i always knew people and i would always meet people and the one unique species that i have met in my life are the tech folks they have a very different way of looking at the world they have a very different idea about what humanity is supposed to do or what humanity should be i mean you just have to listen to them through their talks or their podcasts the tech world is a very different world tech folks uh, the engineers who are running the the show there they think very differently their idea of a world is not like the idea of your regular humili- you know human being um, who who just goes for a normal 9 to 5 job and comes back home there are tech folks and then there are the rest of us it's it's very 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 interesting what's happening and uh, i was kind of surprised when i was seeing these trends of how they think and the rest of the world doesn't doesn't even talk about it i'm not saying all tech folks are like this but if you look at a lot of them they're actually globalists 
and i don't mean this in a negative way i mean this in a very very um actually kind of positive way they they genuinely believe in making the world one big giant family in a, in a very nice way they they have no evil intentions nothing of that sort when they created these platforms their whole idea was the whole world should come together on one platform and speak but while their intentions were noble noble in the beginning let me clarify it again and again their noble intentions in the beginning created this idea of a borderless world on the digital sphere there are no borders there are rules but those rules are not the rules of the nation you live in those rules are of the platform you use so right now if you are watching this on youtube or if you are listening to this on spotify and you are trying to consume my content or on itunes wherever you by using those apps and if you remain uh you know if you remain uh, a member or a user on those platforms you basically have signed on to their terms of agreement so at that point of time for whatever little period of time you are spending on that platform now your feet might be on planet earth but you are actually bound by the rules of that platform that's what you should realize that is the core problem big tech at its deep essence creates a borderless world where the next natural problem that comes is that it will clash with the idea and this idea is an idea that we've pretty much had for the last 6-7000 years which is of physical boundaries standard boundaries we know where our sovereignty starts territorial sovereignty starts and territorial sovereignty ends and our brains have been designed to deal with that level of complexity the digital world that was created by big tech basically smash those physical boundaries in the realm of the digital world so you are living dual lives right now what are those dual lives your dual lives are you live in this real world where there are real rules there are constitutions there are state level rules there are municipal level rules that you're supposed to follow but then there is this digital world where these rules simply are bypassed they are bypassed and if you choose to spend most of your day or night depending on your preferences on these platforms you're actually bypassing a lot of these shenanigans and this is the problem with big tech big tech is now 
literally physically clashing with the idea of nation states nation states that have physical boundaries nation states that have institutions and these physical boundaries and these these institutions were designed to protect these boundaries there were the, the aim of these institutions like say in democracies you have the judiciary you have the legislature you have different institutions that were conceptualized they were conceptualized to do a function big tech now is challenging those very rules those very functions that we are supposed to serve us for x amount of years how are we going to deal with this which is why this jack dorsey case was particularly interesting because what was happening in the jack dorsey case was an american company listen now jack dorsey might think he you know he cares for all of humanity he has his own uh, american version of uh, vasudeva kutumbakam blah 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 like i said i don't doubt their intentions because i know people who know jack dorsey and they've said this multiple times that the man actually believes in these things i for one don't want to doubt them but a not everybody who worked in twitter believed in the shit that jack dorsey talks about and twitter was very very nefarious in its dealings i mean the less i say the better because if you look at the twitter files and after the what the twitter files uh, have uh, um uh, have shown that there was a lot more going on behind the scenes in twitter there was there was clearly a bias in the way twitter was functioning and and you're not going to pretty much get rid of this bias so if people are thinking that you know we can come up with a platform that is going to get rid of this bias issue i don't think so you can do that so even if if somebody is saying oh elon musk has taken this over now the bias will be done i really don't think this problem can be solved the problem of biases and the problem of curation on such a platform where millions or billion users are going to be there you're always going to have cases which are borderline and you have no answer and a platform is going to have to take a decision to bump someone or the other off because at the end of the day you know it's their platform it's not your property and people need to get used to that idea but what are we going to do honestly big tech is here to stay and you cannot do anything about it no matter what you say you use big tech i use big tech the point is how do we create a balance between the idea of the nation state which is a physical idea and the ever increasing idea of the digital state which basically has no boundaries you could be living in america i right now am an indian podcaster conducting this video sitting in america so in that sense because of big tech even my sense of boundaries has changed but it doesn't mean that there should be no boundaries it doesn't mean there should be no institutions it doesn't mean that there should be no concept of territorial sanctity and sovereignty especially in a country like india why should a company like twitter or youtube or facebook have the sole rights to decide 
what is correct what is incorrect on indian discourse who gave twitter the authority who gave facebook the authority who gave youtube the authority to become the judge jury executioner of our democracy and this is the clash are indian laws perfect no indian laws are not perfect indian laws have multiple problems people like me have criticized indian laws time and again it does not mean twitter will be the arbiter of what is okay and what is not okay for my society we have a democratic system we built our systems to suit us we will fight with the government of the day to change those systems twitter is a technology enabler twitter went told or youtube went told to follow indian law has to follow indian law you cannot say that this goes against my value and then whine that the government of the day no matter who it is told me to shut down and said we will take legal action against you yes we will take legal action against you because there is something called a sovereign state you cannot act against the laws of a sovereign state my freedom of speech and my freedom of expression is valuable to me on social media but at the same time the territorial integrity of india is equally valuable to me you cannot have big tech challenging these ideas and then pretending oh they told me they're going to send the cops at my office well they will and not just the indian legislature indian courts have time and again especially in the case of twitter they have time and again you know reprimanded social media outlets whether it's facebook and twitter especially twitter and they have told them to get their act together and yet twitter refuses to do that so you cannot pretend to be innocent which is why jack dorsey and his comments were absolutely ridiculous we need to take this problem very seriously big tech is and and big tech especially has become a arm because big tech at the end of the day this is not global big tech no matter what the owner thinks these are american companies and they are whether you like it or not a very very much a part of american foreign policy they are the arm of the american state and it doesn't matter don't don't live under the illusion that just because they dumped on trump and they removed trump from all these social media platforms they are not part of the american state apparatus they may have removed trump because their internal politics did not suit that but it doesn't mean that even during the trump regime the attitude of twitter towards india or the other states has changed the hostility to india remained the same and you cannot be okay with the idea of another foreign company dictating terms on your land 
digital sovereignty also matters this idea of a borderless world where everybody is holding hands and singing kumbaya might sound good to the tech hippies yeah i call them tech hippies because they have a very hippie notion of the world i don't buy that i believe just like there are physical boundaries there has to be a digital boundary even in the realm of the digital world these big tech companies have to respect the law of the land where they want to operate are twitter facebook youtube doing this for free is this not a for profit enterprise are they ngos are they creating these platforms out of the sheer nobility of their heart in the sense that no matter what happens we are not going to make any money no they are going to make money so why if somebody has created a platform for profit why can't they follow the laws of the land where they belong or want to work you cannot say i was formulated in america so i will take my american law whenever it suits me but you indians have to listen to what we have to say no the moment you start doing business in india as a big tech platform you are bound by indian laws and you are entering i know it sounds very weird and it is metaphorical but you are entering indian digital territory the moment you have indian users you have entered indian digital territory and in indian digital territory you are bound by indian laws like it or not you will have to follow those laws no matter how cringe worthy i find those laws no matter how annoying i find those laws especially the speech laws in india are annoying as hell but they are our laws and companies like youtube facebook twitter whatever other companies there are you have to follow our laws and how dare you play with our sovereignty no matter how flawed our democracy is it is our democracy you the big tech giants have no right to interfere in our processes and if you try to interfere in our processes that's a huge problem and if the government of the day shuts you down so be it it will be a huge loss a personal financial loss to a person like me who runs this platform on all those big tech platforms but the sovereignty especially the digital sovereignty of india is way more important to me than some nostalgic globalist idea of some tech hippie sitting in san francisco i don't buy that idea because i have seen these people interfere in my democratic functioning influencing policy in my country trying to harm my country because always remember these are american companies and deep down inside in their heart they will battle bat for american interests i don't care i look at indian interests if indian interests and american interests coincide are overlapping welcome which happens all the time which is why we have trade agreements which are mutually beneficial but big tech 
wants a one-sided relationship where they dictate the terms, where they decide. And then to hide their nefarious behavioral patterns, they lie. Look at Jack Dorsey saying, oh, Modi government threatened us. How many remember Kanchan Gupta Shivarur and many handles were shut down on Twitter. I think it, the year was 2012 under the UPA regime where the then minister had written to them and many handles were shut down for days to come. And then they came back after a lot of public furor. But they did it then too. So it's not like the government of the day is only the Modi government that is say, uh, saying all these things. And Twitter kind of gives their transparency reports themselves. They have published everything in the open. So it's not like I'm, I'm bringing this out of my ass or anything. So think about these things. This is a major problem with big tech. While all of us enjoy the benefits and the privileges that big tech has offered, and yes, I still believe overall it is a net positive to humanity, you have to understand no matter how noble the intentions of the founders or the formulators of this idea were, they are going to create a lot of problems because eventually every company does become an arm of its state. Especially American companies have a habit of becoming the arm of American foreign policy. They do their soft diplomacy through big tech. And countries like India have to be very careful about what these companies do. So no matter what Jack Dorsey says, no matter what the CEO of YouTube says, no matter what Mark Zuckerberg says, Indian digital sovereignty and physical boundaries matter way more than any of these companies do. Because our democracy and our idea of a democracy is directly linked to our territorial sanctity. These countries like America and many other Anglo-American enterprises, which are the extension of the American enterprise like Canada or Western Europe or, or the oceanic nations like Australia and New Zealand, they don't care. And look at how Europe and Australia and New Zealand have buckled down and doubled down on big tech and have made all these companies subservient to their laws. So... For all these companies to cry when India does the same to protect, protect its own sovereignty, I'm sorry, it's a little shallow. So always remember, the future of humanity is how do we deal with this new form of digital you know, concept creep where everybody is trying to dilute the idea of nationhood because... Maybe for Canada and America to have no borders might not be an issue because they are not hostile to each other. But to say to have an idea of a borderless world, especially when you are India, when your neighbors are Pakistan, is batshit crazy. So please spare me the sermons of your borderless world and one big family and globalism when your neighbor is not Pakistan. Our neighbor is Pakistan. We cannot have a borderless world. Not everybody is blessed with a neighbor like Canada. Or in the case of Canada, not everybody is blessed with a neighbor like America. You can have a European Union in Western Europe. You cannot have that in the subcontinent. The subcontinent will function on the idea of boundaries. The subcontinent will function on the ideas of this. And co companies like these three that I have named are 
poking their nose in areas they have no business in and the government of the day it doesn't matter if it's i would support the congress too by the way if the congress was the one you know fixing big tech they would have that anyway i will support the congress too i will support the bjp too my nation's sovereignty is greater than anything else if my democracy is flawed i'll deal with it not you i'll end my monologue here i look at the questions now and then i will go tata bye bye so we have one question on fanmo by malyaban bhatacharya and they have asked i have observed a lot of right wingers have gone increasingly black pill to an extent that they are critical of the smallest of things is the voter fatigue kicking in slowly i mean every poll after poll shows that the popular popularity of narendra modi is still 70% and above um i don't know you you're spending too much time on social media where anyways people keep crying half of the time and there's this whiny little winch bags and it also depends on what you consume on social media because the algorithm is pretty much designed only one way whatever you consume you keep getting fed that so i guess you have a thing for uh, uh, negative content and because of that negative content they go on peddling the same negative content to you so i think that is more of the case bridges do you what do you why do you think government and regulators are always in catch up mode foundation of these tech developed by research institutions why not focus effort there now bridges this is actually i appreciate this question this is a really good question fii uh, i mean this in all seriousness is really really good question by the way i am only taking super chat questions so if you have questions you'll have to use the super chat option people otherwise i'll just scan through the chat and um i'll just leave okay so the problem is the government by nature brijesh is very slow it's very slow and uh, it doesn't it doesn't have the wherewithal or the capacity to match these companies because a the government has too many things to do and it's not efficient in doing most of those things these companies on the other hand just do this one thing and they keep doing it all the time so they always have the advantage of just doing that thing and they keep becoming better at it the government on the other hand tries to do so many things that it doesn't become good at anything so that gap is always going to be there they are always going to um, play catch up they are never going to catch up to the overall scenario so if you're saying that maybe the government should have a separate office that deals with them i can i can assure you that the government will never catch up i can assure you that because the government by its nature is inefficient the government by its nature is lethargic the government by its nature is incapable of dealing with complexity beyond a point which is why the whole idea of a small government exists that because the government is inefficient the government should not be doing this but this is such a peculiar problem that the these technological innovations have led to their own second order third order effects 
which have forced the hand of the government not anything else so as far as india is concerned as of now india has completely developed its own 5g technology if that's what you're looking at you should look at uh, the work being done in reliance you will be pleasantly surprised reliance is developing its own 5g technology so that that's something you could do there but as far as this problem is concerned i don't think the government will ever catch up to any technology and it's not like the indian government cannot i don't think so the american government can which is why the american government tried to muscle them control them because that's the only way to deal with the problem because governments can't understand what's happening so they control them and that's why the american government is also trying to control all these tech giants so we have a new member pratisha chohan thank you very much for becoming a member pratisha okay what else do we have what are the questions do we have i'm just going to look at questions क्वेश्चंस तो नहीं दिख रहे सो समबडी सेज इट इज डिफिकल्ट टू बिलीव दैट बिग टेक हैज नोबल इंटेंशन दे एक्चुअली डू यू कैन इफ यू नो पीपल यू विल अंडरस्टैंड दे एक्चुअली डू दे लिटरली डिड द फाउंडर्स डिड have noble intentions you may not want to believe that and it doesn't matter you can choose not to believe it but most of these tech hippies actually have um, very noble intentions kya kare abhi Elon Musk is also creating his empire and people are clapping for it. Yeah, this is a problem, right? That Elon Musk today he might have a moral center. What if tomorrow he doesn't? See, this is the fundamental problem, right? Governments are bound by people. People vote them out every 5 years in a democracy at least. What's binding these big tech companies? just the will or the ichha of their owner i mean how can we justify something as dangerous as this is my whole point it's dangerous why can't the indian government sue jack because what are they going to sue him for he's going to wiggle out of it anyway what is the legal precedent like you just demand things and how sue based on what like you really need to consult a lawyer of how these things work
is banning digital companies an option like china did no i don't think so that's the option either because uh, there is something called network externalities and these platforms do provide those network externalities and you cannot have a isolated world like china and uh, think that you have solved the problem what you need to make sure is that these companies follow indian law it's very simple if the government of the day instructs these companies to do something no matter um, how good or bad it is they have to follow the law of the land listen when a american food giant comes to india to manufacture or walmart comes to india to sell don't they follow indian laws they do right they follow indian labor laws they follow indian factory laws they follow every single law so why do these big tech companies always create this problem it's very simple right they have to follow indian laws the problem is big tech companies want to bypass indian law when it suits them they want to follow indian law that is the problem see this is a unique situation created because of the nature of the technology itself when you have a manufacturing plant let's say foxconn has set up its plant to manufacture xyz gadgets in india it's a very clear cut scenario where they will come they will set up a factory the factory will have norms how, how about the construction how much marginal space is to be left etc 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 then the hiring policy is very fixed by indian law like indian law says this is the minimum wage in this industry in this state the different states have different laws labor laws you know what is going to be done and they just follow the law and they move forward but in the case of tech because of the lack of some physical entity and it is all imaginary in the digital space it creates this unique mindset where these companies think they are not bound by it because they are not localized their very nature is global so they don't think they are bound by local laws while on the other hand when the other kind of foreign direct investment comes in form of let's say apple or walmart or mcdonalds or subway or any of these american companies when they come they come in a very localized mindset they design the product to suit the indian society they don't do anything like look at the menu of mcdonalds india right it's such a desi menu it's not like the menu of mcdonalds america there's no comparison mcalu tikki burger paneer where well, does american mcdonalds have paneer they don't right so they they work in a very different ways because their essence was very local these are businesses that need the surface to function unlike these tech businesses that i am telling you this is the word i am using for them these are your digital hippies they literally have this very hippie notion of the world and they created and they were very high iq so they created this technology while their brain was like a hippie now these hippies need to be told bhai zameen pe utar ja hum nahi buy kar rahe tera ye idea हमारा नेबर पाकिस्तान है हमको नहीं चाहिए तेरी बाउंड्री लेस वर्ल्ड बाउंड्री लेस वर्ल्ड हो गई तो फट के हाथ में आ जाएगी हमारे पाकिस्तान का तो कुछ नहीं जाना वो तो वैसे ही फोस फोस है हमारा चले जाएगा ना तो हमको नहीं चाहिए उधर रहने दो दैट इज द पॉइंट 
फंडामेंटल क्लैश है दोनों के बीच में कुछ नहीं कर सकते एसेंसी अलग है वॉट कैन द गवर्नमेंट डू टू इंश्योर दैट ऑल सोशल मीडिया प्लेटफॉर्म फॉलो इंडियन लॉज आई डोंट नो वॉट द गवर्नमेंट कैन डू आई मीन आई थिंक द इंडियन गवर्नमेंट ऑल्सो वेंट ओवर बोर्ड विद न्यू आई टी रेगुलेशन आई थिंक दे आर वेरी ड्रेकोनियन इन मेनी वेज बट वॉट डू यू डू वेन दीज बिग टेक कंपनीज डोंट डोंट गेट दर एक्ट टूगेदर द गवर्नमेंट इज गोइंग टू डबल डाउन विच इज वेरी फ्रस्ट्रेटिंग is canada a secure destination for indian students i am asking because you have prior is fine there are so many students going to canada if you want to get educated you can go to canada ravi chandran this model was initially started by uber they used to enter a market with total disregard for local laws and deal with compliance later perhaps the inspiration for twitter ravi chandran i am not in a position to give you a historical answer for this but if you are a tech historian then i have learned something for you from you and uh, thank you very much for this information but yes uber is another one that has been very dirty in this in this regard now is uber amazing yes uh, is uber um, useful yes but should uber follow local laws yes why should uber not follow local laws i don't understand this uh, uh this entire idea that uh, you know these companies are above all of this nonsense yaar you cannot allow these companies to not follow our laws please don't let these companies get away with digital murder please don't you have no idea what it's going to do to our physical sovereignty it's very dangerous don't you think the education system based out uh, elimination resulted in india becoming weaker we don't reward curious and innovative minds but push for mediocrity we make kids risk averse by scaring them not to fail yes roshan we do unfortunately we do we we do um we are a risk averse society i am a prime product of that maybe i should have started a podcast long before but i didn't maybe i should have started public speaking a long time ago i didn't because i myself am a product of this indian upbringing where i was also risk averse where i was also scared to take the plunge because i also wanted to make sure certain finances were in order before i take uh, the risk because believe me this is a risk that i'm taking if you don't know what i'm saying so yeah it's a risk some of us did take that risk and we were very conscious of that risk but i delayed it because unlike other societies which is the west our society is not um, kind of kya uh, what's the word i'm looking at our society does not incentivize risk taking because a culture of risk taking has to be inculcated it's not like this culture can be built overnight 
I'll give you a cricketing analogy. It's like a captain telling their player that you are part of this team for the next X number of test matches, no matter what you score or how many wickets you take. I want you to go out there and play. That's the level of confidence a company or a society or a government has to tell, uh, has to create for its youngsters to go out and risk it all. But youngsters don't in India, and which is why we are very risk averse as a society. It has its upsides also. When shit hits the roof, we kind of always safe also. But it has a huge downside compared to the upside. Shouldn't these laws be based on cause and effect and measures for these then tech-centric nuances? Magar Brijesh, the problem is the nature of the tech problem is unique. I hope I'm able to explain myself. So think like this. The problem that is created by a Foxconn entering India. A problem in courts. I don't think so. There is any problem if Foxconn comes to India for the record. Or if a McDonald's comes to India. If a Honda comes to India. If a Toyota comes to India. If a Volkswagen comes to India. Whatever they bring on the table is very different because their entire chitti or their essence as a meme is very different. Then, what these big tech giants do? It's a very tricky situation. And I am not going to be arrogant and tell you that I have solved this problem. I have not. I know there are many podcasters and many content creators who are arrogant enough to say, Hamare paas sare solution hai, mere paas nahi hai. Main to sirf problem bata raho. Maybe aap log mujhse zyada sayane ho aur aap logon ko zyada malum hoga. Main to sirf dekh raho kya ho raha hai. Aur ye bahut serious problem hai. Aur log isko realize nahi kar rahe hai. It's a very serious problem. You cannot have your sovereignty being challenged by these tech companies. It's dangerous. Is all I'm saying. Very, very dangerous. Reliance and Airtel have asked NSA of USA to give access to USA 5G market. Let's see if they will access as they denied to Huawei of China. Let's see. Let's see. Only way to catch up to foreign technology transfer and subsidizing fab companies like TSMC to set up fabs here. Maybe that could be one of them. But it's not just that. It's uh, it's much more than that, in my opinion. But I hear you. What are your thoughts on the government moving to coup or any other alternative in the event of Twitter? The government will not move to coup simply because, like I said, big tech offers more positive things than negative things. So the government is dealing with the nuisance through legislation. And if you can't understand that, I don't know what to say. Government is not going to get off Twitter. Coup does not offer. Like I said, think about network externalities. These platforms are a net positive, not a net negative. So we have to deal with them. 
you don't trust indian people then that is a bigger problem uh, no aditya i actually do trust indian people but i also believe in the idea of sovereign nations i also believe in the idea for democracy where the legislative assembly or the parliament decides because they were elected to decide what we as a country do not jack dorsey or elon musk sitting in their offices this is a matter of sovereignty and people like you don't realize it because maybe you don't find it convenient because maybe you don't like the government of the day in india it doesn't mean i my stand would be the same if this was the congress government and elon musk would be messing with the congress government i would be after elon musk's life then too because for me it's a matter of principle india's destiny will be decided by indians who vote for their legislatures through the democratic process not by some benevolent tech hippie sitting in san francisco or austin texas our destiny will be decided by us not by them that's what i'm saying should india allow chinese version of social media chains venture into the indian market well it's a national security risk that's why we removed them because the problem with china is there is no free lunch look what we we are facing with america you want to you want to allow the chinese in best of luck in sab cheezon ko dekhkar hi bcci ke liye izzat badh jati hai <laughs> मैन क्या बोले जैसी भी गवर्नमेंट है है तो अपनी यस विच इज वाई वेन द इंदिरा गांधी परेड वॉज टेकन आउट वेर दे पुट आउट स्टैचूज और मैनिक्विंस ऑफ इंदिरा गांधी बींग शॉर्ट बाई टू ऑफ अर होन सिख गार्ड्स इन कैनेडा इन ब्रैमटन ऑन द फोर्थ ऑफ जून आई टुक ह्यूज ऑफेंस टू दैट वुड आई एवर वोट फॉर इंदिरा गांधी और हर पार्टी नो but she is my prime minister how could the canadian government allow something like that and as an indian you have to oppose that it doesn't matter if it's the congress or bjp it's the damn indian elected representative she was the prime minister of india this is my mindset when i look at these issues i don't look at it in a tribal sense in in the sense of tribe bjp or tribe congress i look at as as india the nation and indian democracy which is more important than any of us indian democracy is the most important thing that's the whole point bhaiya abhijit ayer mitra once said that hinduism is end but we are fighting back i respect him but how do we prevent his prophecy well his prophecy what evidence do you have that his prophecy is coming true i mean you have to base it on some reality right some statistical quantitative analysis what is the quantitative analysis that you are basing this uh, uh hyperventilation on because it is hyperventilation do you think uh, these big tech guys could be dealt with by making them install servers in india that is one part of the solution not the entire solution is all i can say adi purush dekha kushal review chahiye twitter is full of them uh, ye wo picture hai koi see i just want to 
इनफॉर्म एवरी वन ऑफ समथिंग मैं पिक्चरें नहीं देखता मैं बैरली पिक्चरें देखता हूं और मैं रिव्यूज नहीं देता मेरी लाइफ में और भी सारे काम है मैं बुक ना पढ़ लू मैं कोई कोर्सेरा पे कोर्स ना कर लू मैं मैं ऑडिबल में बुक ना सुन लू मैं बैठ के बुक मूवी रिव्यूज दूंगा अभी मतलब तुम लोग ने मुझे क्या बना लिया है मैं मूवी रिव्यूज दूंगा अभी है मतलब इसीलिए पैदा हुआ था मैं रामायण की ऐसी की तैसी कर दी एज पर रिव्यू जब से ओ टी टी आया है हार्डली गो टू थिएटर आई हैव नो क्लू मैन आई मीन आई डोंट नो आई डोंट नो वॉट आदि पुरुष हैज डन माई फ्रेंड फोर्स मी टू वॉच द ट्रेलर एंड आई वॉज लाइक ओके वॉट एवर दे हैव यूज वी एफ एक्स ओके बट अपेरेंटली एज यू गाइज आर सेंग आई डोंट नो वॉट इट इज मैन दे सड़ा हुआ फ्लॉप है अपेरेंटली एज पर यू गाइज ऑन द लाइव स्ट्रीम भाई मेरे को मत पूछो मैं नहीं देखता पिक्चरें मेरे को मतलब माई एक्सपर्टीज ऑन फिल्म इज अंडा नेगेटिव सो मुझे कुछ फर्क नहीं पड़ता मैं पिक्चरें देखता हूँ एंटरटेनमेंट के लिए रिव्यू देने के लिए नहीं और मैं वैसे ही नहीं पिक्चरें इतनी देखता आई थिंक लास्ट सात सालों में इन द लास्ट सेवन ईयर्स I must have gone at least five times in the cinema hall. This is my five times. That's all. I don't think I barely go to cinema halls. I don't. I don't like going there, sitting there, then watching the whole movie, then coming back home. अलग घर पे देखो ना बैठ के मैं तो बहुत आलसी हूँ. suggestion attend indian theater better than movies it is much more inclusive and it has proper skill of improvisation and theater actually has more creative license okay point taken i don't know i just i i just find the whole ott platform very convenient i um i if i find too much vocary uh, in some content i just ignore and i stop watching and uh, that's about it baki yaar sanu ki kushal only goes to theater for golmal series main to uske liye bhi nahi gaya tha wo bhi maine ghar pe hi dekhi i don't like going to theaters honestly i don't like the idea of going to theaters mereko pata nahi i just don't enjoy it mereko wo kabhi acha nahi laga Like my wife had gone out with my best friend's family, and they saw this. What was it? That picture, Avatar Part Two, Water. I didn't go to see it. They all went. I did not go. Now they have realized they don't even call me. <laughs> they know he's not going to come, so they go to watch movies and stuff like that. I didn't go. I don't enjoy all of this, and I uh, find it very. I don't know. Just yeah. I'll watch it, but I'll watch it at home. आराम से कोई सीन अच्छा नहीं लगा फास्ट फॉरवर्ड कर दो मैं क्यों पूरी चीज देखूं मुझे नहीं देखनी ऐसे ही दुखी करते रहते हैं पूरी चीज दिखा के ओके आई एम ओके विद इंटेलिजेंट पॉलिटिशियंस मेकिंग राइट लॉस बट नॉट सम कलोनियल बाबू हैप्पी टू बैन एनीथिंग एंड एवरीथिंग 
they banned drones when i was making them back in 2013 now everyone wants them look at the rise of dji listen i get your point i am with you but will you because you have some colonial babu will you allow some tech giant to run roughshod over you i won't because the consequences of that tech giant are going to be that your democracy itself is destabilized the idea of indian sovereignty is linked to the idea of our territorial integrity and digital integrity we cannot compromise with that is all i'm saying what is your view on usa pampering india nowadays usa is pampering us i did not know that why is the indian government okay with foreign educational institutions to set up campuses i personally also see nothing wrong in that uh, again these foreign campuses have to be bound by indian curriculum laws if they bring their woke shit those things can be simply removed from india baki lao paisa dalo campus set up karo bachcho ko padhao bas wo kari na padhao khatam ho gayi baat what is your opinion on millionaires moving out of india look a lot of these cases are because the passport the indian passport creates problems now once you become a millionaire you tend to travel to certain destinations and there the whole process of getting the visa blah 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 and there are other benefits of having better passports let's just get real so that's the reason a lot the the statistic that we need to look in the last 15 years is how many indian millionaires have given up the indian passport vis-a-vis how many out of those millionaires have stopped working in india living in india or having businesses in india that is the number that you have to go passport bahut log chhod dete hain for obvious reasons mm what do you think will bjp implement ucc this time the bjp is going to implement ucc this time will nahi is going to when i don't know but that is a see all things said and done the bjp does what its manifesto says this hindu temple freedom and many other peripheral issues that are yelled and screamed and shouted at about on social media go and read their manifesto they created a manifesto they are following their manifesto their manifesto said 370 they did it their manifesto said ram mandir they did it their manifesto says ucc they are going to do it likh ke le lo agar is attempt mein nahi hoga agle attempt mein hoga magar aana pakka hai uniform civil code will come in india whether they like it they as in the opposers of uniform civil code and people who oppose uniform civil code include trad hindus muslim islamists certain christians and some marxist lefts leftists in india no matter what they say the uniform civil code will come in india and it should come in fact i am going to do a monologue dedicated on the uniform civil code and why it is a good idea by the end of this month i'm reading up on it mm. 
इफ यू आर रिच इट डज नॉट मैटर इफ यू हैव कोरियन और रवांडन पासपोर्ट अमीर को तो स्वागत है नहीं आपको आइडिया नहीं है बहुत दिक्कत होती है एट वॉट एज शुड चिल्ड्रेन बी मेड अवेयर ऑफ एल जी बी टी क्यू इशूज इन अमेरिका चिल्ड्रेन आर टॉट अबाउट दिस इशूज इन किंडर गार्डन आई थिंक किंडर गार्डन इज अल टू अर्ली बट आई थिंक बाई द टाइम अ चाइल्ड रीच इज ग्रेड सेवन ग्रेड एट आई थिंक a little bit of awareness about lgbtq issues is not really harmful it is about how you teach them not whether you teach them or not hmm aur kya hai UCC is not mentioned for the monsoon session of parliament. अगर मानसून में नहीं आएगा तो विंटर में आ जाएगा विंटर अगर प्योरली मैं पोलिटिकल टाइमिंग इफ आई लुक एट इट फ्रॉम अ प्योरली पोलिटिकल टाइमिंग परस्पेक्टिव आई थिंक विंटर इज अ बेटर टाइम इट क्रिएट्स मोर पोलिटिकल कैपिटल फॉर बीजेपी इफ आई एम लुकिंग एट अ स्ट्रेटेजिक लेवल सो लेट्स वेन दे इंट्रोड्यूस इट do you believe anon trads can ever come close to islamists some of them literally ask for iran like treatment they are just incels these incels will never close come close to marxists so matlab kya islamists sorry koi comparison hi nahi hai How are Marxists against UCC? Is it not their whole gimmick equality? No, Indian Marxists are against everything that makes sense. What do you want me to do, boss? I didn't make the rules; they made the rules. Kushal, bhai, UCC ki wajah se India mein instability to nahi aa jayegi. Leftists will go up to any extent. Uh, always remember this one reality: if the Indian state wanted to fix the law and order. believe me they will believe me they will the indian state and this has been my criticism of the bjp their abysmal handling of law and order that's been my consistent criticism of the bharatiya janata party it has improved under them statistically if you don't believe me let me share some evidence with you like I always like to back my claims up with uh, evidence. Uh let me pull it up for you. Kidhar gaya? So riots uh the, I had shared this in the book also I had recommended a book also but uh, Shamika Ravi Professor Shamika Ravi recently tweeted this graph out and Boy, am I proven right again? So this is riots, violence in India, which is on a steady decline. The country is the most peaceful in fifty years. This is the updated analysis using NCRB data. This is nineteen seventy, goes up in eighties, comes down, goes up in nineties, comes down, goes up during UPA, comes down under NDA two. क्या बोला था लोगों ने वायलेंस बीजेपी के टाइम पे पड़ती है ये चार्ट क्या है दिस इज वाई माई डियर फ्रेंड्स टू नॉट बिलीव इन फैक्ट फ्री फैफिंग 
whether when it comes from your chaheta right wing youtubers and social commentators who just like to bash bjp and rile you up or whether it comes from the regular left wing the data is overwhelmingly clear if this was not enough for you let me pull up another stat for you about northeastern insurgency indian express ka article hai i'm not even making this shit up indian express is no bjp friendly portal boss it is no bjp friendly portal so before somebody accuses me of being oh you show bjp friendly portals uh uh-uh. not not showing that so this is the article uh, i have a premium membership of uh, indian express so unfortunately you uh, uh, you cannot read the article which is why i'm going to read the quote of the article okay i'm sharing the article for you let's go all right so this is the lwe theater and this is the lwe theater data the court the government has reduced the number of left wing extremism affected districts from 96 in 2010 to just 46 in 2021 According to the Ministry of Home Affairs MHA data deaths in this period dropped from 1005 to 147 and violent actions by left wing extremist actors fell from 2213 to 509 this is the data from the Ministry of Home Affairs okay even JNK look at the number the data is clear In JNK, according to government data, quote acts of terrorism have declined by 32% since August 5, 2019, up to June 6, 2022, as compared to the same period preceding those major decisions. Deaths of security forces have seen a drop of 52%, and those of civilians 14%. A reduction of 14% has also been recorded in infiltration of terrorists from across the border. Again, this is Indian Express. not me making some bjp friendly thing up this is the northeast in general according to the government there has been a decline of 68% in violent incidents and a 60% decline in deaths of security forces and civilians in the northeast during the modi regime compared to the upa period you see the chart the data speaks for itself now ask yourself now jihadist terrorism point after point this entire stick of bjp not capable of doing this bjp not capable of doing that there are enough places to hit the bjp on these are not those places that's all simple it's as simple as that when is the next diversity of thought episode with anand harsh abhijit ayer mitra whenever we meet next abhi pata nahi um i don't know when 
when we will be meeting it has to be some lit fest well all of us are invited and all of us turn up if all of us are invited and all of us turn up we will that's all Okay, somebody says my analysis is flawed. You're worried about big tech being the arbiter, or although Jack is against it. Get the hell out of here! Jack is against censorship. Read the Twitter files exposes. Read what Twitter under Jack Dorsey did. Go fucking peddle this nonsense to someone else. Jack is against censorship. Beokuf for now, and yes. I will prefer my government over some tech giant. The tech giant has no right to dictate to me. And if you can't get that into your thick skull, you're the one with a problem. If you think some tech giant sitting in America is doing it out of nobility, you're the one with the problem, sir, not me. I will not let a foreign company tell me what I'm supposed to do. does india has free speech issues yes do indian governments make authoritarian laws yes i'll fight them not jack dorsey he will provide me a platform and shut up that's all that's all he'll do okay malyavan do you think india should redesign and develop its cities to suit the climatic conditions maybe urban planning ki podcast mein one of the things that i'm going to touch up uh with ruben and uh, other members of uh, earth global is going to be that we're going to touch that okay this is another bullshit argument only trust statistics which has confidence level of six sigma all is just narrative building bullshit the 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 government data that was shared during the congress era was also shared by the congress you have to trust government data india is not a banana republic you guys have no idea of how policy making is done and how data is collected in india we are a data scarce society it doesn't mean you cannot trust government data stop living in this illusion yes there is some fudging done here and there and that fudging can be adjusted because that fudging will be done in congress time and bjp time but the trend is clear are apne ird gird dekhte nahi ho kya kitni shanti hai bharat mein kaun sa thara maar ke baithe ho sabke sab kaun si aag lagi hai desh ko normal to hai desh keep 24 ghanta twitter pe baith ke beokuf ke jaise roz wohi dekhte rehte ho do you think bjp will add freeing temples to their manifesto coming the next election i don't think so they will add it maybe state governments will do it at their individual level hmm okay I think सारे questions हो गए pretty much covered everything. Fan मोगे भी question cover कर लिए हैं 
आपके बाकी क्वेश्चन भी कवर कर लिए हैं Don't you think compared to an average Indian guy, an average American guy has very little social interactions in his life? I don't know. I don't know. Meet average Americans a lot. I have not lived as much, so I will not comment on average Americans. Indians like to do chai pe charcha, cigarette pe, pan ki patti pe charcha. But yeah, whatever it is. what do you think bjp will do on police reforms our police works are like 1920s this is a genuine criticism of bjp the the abysmal rate at which they have applied police reforms now that's a genuine criticism that's a genuine criticism that i accept bjp congress every single government there have been committee after committee recommendations three orders from the supreme court of india and no state government see people need to realize that law and order is a state subject in india it's not a central subject so all these police reforms have to be by and large applied by state governments and whether it is bjp state governments or congress state governments all of them don't apply police reforms you can read report after report where this has been recommended and ordered but it doesn't get done so again if you are a bjp hater and this is the reason you don't want to vote for the bjp then why are you voting for the congress they also don't apply it then you become nota or something then i understand but if your if your reasons for shitting on bjp are police reforms then i'm sorry you have to shit on every single government in india because none of them do it don't you think the government of india should put pressure on human rights report as they want i don't know if the human rights people want an unstable india listen i have said it many times most of the rubbish that is peddled in the west is cited by people who really look at indian marxist scholars peddling this agenda how many times have i said this not that the west is benevolent and has no um no mal intentions it's i'm not making that case but they use indians i literally shared the video uh, of ramachandra guha's talk boss why don't you guys just 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 see that man and his talk in 2010 yaar aapke intellectual ye cheeze mante hain yaar aap dusron pe bhadak ke kya kar rahe ho yaar okay look at this i'll share this again for all of you dekh lo why do you get mad at uh, foreigners ramchandra guha 13 years ago 10 reasons why india will not and must not become a superpower yaar this is your standard indian intellectual mindset why do you get mad at others pehle apna to dekho these people genuinely believe that they believe india is some nefarious evil thing so why get mad at them pehle apna to saaf karo kya karoge are you doing events in new york california like last week dekho aisa hai california mein jo event tha my california event was a private thing it was done and dusted 
it was uh, by the hindu american foundation so i went there we had a talk it was a private uh, closed door event and it is done i am in california till the 25th of june and as of now there are no other invites i'm going to be with family running the podcast working from california i fly down to canada end of june there is an event in new jersey i think on the 15th let me check the calendar it is in july it's going to be on the 15th or 16th of july i don't know the exact date the announcements will be made soon it will be in new jersey i will be there in that area from the 14th 16th onwards and then i'll be in and around that area till 18th or 19th dc new york new jersey so if you want to organize a talk you have to email me at this address this is my email id if you want to invite me for a talk you have to go at contact@kushalmehra.com you will have to send me a proper proposal for a talk and then i will look at it and i will assess it and then i can say yes or no other than that whatever talks are happening in august there will be a talk in toronto i think somewhere in the first week or second week of august um and then in in the sec no first week of august is a talk in toronto second week of august there will be a talk in ottawa so that's all i have after that i have said no to everything because i will think about that but as of now that's it will you attend modi event for nris no i am not nri i have no interest i have zero interest in going there okay everything seems to be done so all right guys we will wrap today's session up thank you once again for joining now i've started to put the audio extracts of the charvak podcast monologues on spotify too because uh, apparently some some folks emailed me and said you should so i am just going to extract the entire version of this and uh, put it uh, on spotify itunes too so once again thank you very much for all your questions i hope i was able to answer them thank you for all your super chats and your fan mo questions once again please support the charvak podcast by liking this video subscribing to the youtube channel also if you are an audio listener the do leave a rating on spotify itunes google podcasts um or audible wherever you consume the audio only content and if possible do become a member of the charvak podcast you can join the membership program on youtube on patreon on fanmo if you want to buy the charvak podcast merchandise you can buy the merchandise by visiting kushalmehra.com/shop or you can go to kadak merch and buy the merchandise over there i will see you guys tomorrow with a podcast which will be the closing podcast of the indo-american series uh, before the visit of the honorable prime minister of india which is there this month until then namaste take care tata bye bye